EPB, we going all around the world. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now tuned in to the EPB podcast, Ball Around the World. It's your boy, Matt Marshall. We are here. It's Tuesday, October 24th. It is a beautiful week of sports. We already got stuff going. We had Champions League today. We got some crazy games coming up this weekend. We got all kinds of stuff going on. So welcome. This is a little uh, daily, uh, weekly 30-minute segment where I just get to kind of connect with people uh, across the interwebs and and talk some shit, talk about sports, talk about the sport I love. The, ooh, sorry. The beautiful game. A little too thirsty for this. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, uh, first, I want to start off with what we have seen. Um, I posted a Chelsea reaction video. I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking. I really wasn't even going to post it because I didn't think I had any uh, good reactions. But um, apparently, Arsenal fans thought it was funny. At least uh, me watching uh, the Chelsea Arsenal game this weekend. What a disappointment. Um, but at the same time, seeing how happy Arsenal fans are to like draw us when they're top of the league and we're a, basically a mid-table side. All right, Gunners. <laughs> All right, guys. Old trophyless team. Anyway, uh, yes, I posted a reaction. I was pissed off. They got some uh, goals. A lot of the, the comments back were, oh, Mudrick's goal was fluky, blah, blah, blah. Well, he came out on social media saying that he meant to score that goal. He'd been working with his keeper in training knowing that David Rea comes off the line. So I'm just going to go with him because, you know, the boy is scoring now. So Chelsea, we are on the rise. Come on, you blues. Any of my uh, my uh, my blues on TikTok or on Instagram, tap in with me. Um, that was uh, That was an annoying game, but we got – more games to come. Um, we got a really tough schedule coming up. I'm about to pull it up really quickly. Because uh, after Arsenal, which actually was probably one of the easier of our games, now, now looking back. First of all, let me just talk about that before we talk about the schedule. Let me, uh, let me give you the highlights. Cole Palmer, again, did his thing. Still, again, don't exactly know what position he plays. He just needs to be in the attack. He's, he's essentially our number 10, our... And Kunku, so I'm going to be real curious to see how he slots in when Nkunku uh, finally returns, when we get a lot of, uh, a lot of our, our subs back, all of that. Um, let's see. Who else just went? Uh, uh, also, I was talking a lot of shit on my live um, about Sanchez and what a horrible ball about when we're getting pressured while we play out. I looked at that replay again. I'm very criti critical of Conor Gallagher, even though I'm a big fan. I'm not a big fan of his, actually. But I'm, a, you know, I'm happy with what he's done um, for us thus far. Uh, and you know, he, pl he played a really good game against Arsenal. He put in a shift. He probably could have gotten subbed a little earlier, but um, we don't have everybody we need. Bold move by Pochettino to pull Nick Jackson and start with a, a strikerless lineup with Raheem Sterling up top with Mudrick and Palmer flanking him. Uh, worked out really well. I love Nick Jackson, but it, I think he really should come off the bench for a little bit and just get his confidence up, come on and get those chances. He came on this game and, and, and had a chance to score, uh, bottled that one too. Um, let me say what's up to my people on uh, TikTok. Mark Ski, Logic Banks, my boys in the building. Luis, what's up, Luis, if you're still around? What's up, people? Talking a little Chelsea. Um, overall, it was a good game. We con we controlled, we dominated essentially uh, sh seventy minutes of that game. 
Um, Arsenal had their up and downs here and there, and they definitely had their attempts. But uh, defensively, we look like we retain the DNA we always have uh, as Blues. We are very solid. Thiago Silva at 39 years old is still holding it all the way down. Um, really excited about Levy Colwell. I've talked about him a lot. Um, did really well. Raheem coming into his own, being the consummate professional Raheem is. Um, even Mark Cucurella, he, he even he did all right. Even he looked okay. Um, uh, he got cooked a couple times by Saka, and he was he was doing a lot. But man, I mean, we definitely don't look like a tenth place team uh, over the course of these next couple of games. We really need to show it. Obviously, we got Brentford um, coming up this weekend. Uh, which, you know, I hope I hope that will be an effective game to show our dominance. Brentford is not a bad side, but uh, it's time for us to really show. Then obviously we got some uh, Carabao Cup in the middle of the week. Uh, but then next week, uh, November 6th, that's a that's a game against Tottenham. Tottenham is playing some good ball this year. Uh, it's really tough to make fun of them, even though you kind of can. Uh, Tottenham, trophyless Tottenham. Uh, we got, they're playing that Ange ball. They're going to be high octane, high press, all that jazz. And uh, we got to be ready for that. Uh, then that next Sunday after that, we got Man City. That's a big test. Uh, after that, we got Newcastle. And then after that, we got Brighton and Man United. So this is a long, tough stretch for uh, the Blues. Uh, it seems like we've caught some stride, though, especially that Arsenal game can only take positives from it outside of the few kind of goofy mistakes that we made. Um, again, that Sanchez pass, though, like it was going to Connor Gallagher's feet. Honestly, Declan Rice was five yards behind him. And I guess Connor was just not expecting it. And as the ball was traveling to him, he was just like, hmm, why is he passing it to me? So much so that Declan comes in and just one times it. Whatever, dude, whatever. We're going to clean that up in training. I'm sure everything else was very tip top. Um, you know, a pretty good game. That was probably the best game of the weekend. That's all I'll talk about. Uh, the other team, my team that I wanted to talk about, give a shout out to Angel City FC, our girls, LA team. We didn't even think we would make the playoffs after the the, the start we had to the season. And uh, we really came into our own, uh, you know, got a new coach halfway through, went on a run, made the playoffs, clinched the playoffs. That was a great game. We played against uh, Portland. Um, who, who they're what in second place. So they're going to be their automatic bid in the semifinals, uh, starting this weekend. But yeah, came, went up, went up to Seattle, played the OL rain. I have that live too. I've got a couple of reactions, uh, that I'm going to post from, from that game. Cause there was some really good defense. Paige Nielsen had a, had a really good save off the goal line. Um, we were, we were pressing that team the whole first half and, it's just that's how that's how the game works, man. Like, you know, if you can't score after having a barrage of, of possession and attacks, uh, it, it flips quickly and it flipped on our girls. But I'm really proud of them. Really love, you know, between the Women's World Cup, between going down, right, you know, BMO Stadium is right down the street from me. So going down to the uh, stadium to watch Angel City FC, they got a really good product. The NWSL is actually really interesting to watch. I'm really interested in how it grows, but. I'm fully on board. We got a man. I have a poster out there. I should have should have brought it up, but we got it. We got a squad. It's a fun team to watch. Angel City FC. Keep it locked for anybody interested in watching NWSL. Let me tap in. Uh, uh, tap in with me on social media. Let me know what you guys think. If any of y'all are watching uh, NWSL, let me know. Anybody live on uh, TikTok? Anybody live on IG? Let me know. Um, 
What else do we got going on? Uh, let's talk about the UCL. Uh, UCL is uh, is back. Um, a lot of y'all are roasting me. I did a prediction video uh, that you can go check out. It's on my socials. And not only were you roasting me because I was shirtless, but it was a bit because I had my PSG shirt on and I was telling y'all that PSG was going to take it because that's my when, when Chelsea's not in it, PSG is my squad. Um, obviously, uh, if you haven't checked it out, go go watch uh, on my YouTube, youtube.com slash eatprayball. I posted the blog, the vlog of me rolling up to uh, Newcastle with my boy Aaron and uh, getting a chance to, to luck into one of the greatest uh, games of, of Newcastle history, blowing out PSG 4-1. Um, really interesting experience. Uh, PSG play tomorrow, they play Milan, and then they'll go to Newcastle afterwards. I fully expect it to be something different in Newcastle, or at Parc de Prince against Newcastle, but I also think PSG is, uh, is gonna come and, and bring their best against Milan too, so that's gonna be a fun game tomorrow. Let's talk a little bit about the games we saw today. Uh, Galatasaray, man. Yo, y'all were roasting me about that group, about Man United. I'm saying Man United's not making it out of, Galat- uh, out of that group. Uh, Galatasaray, Bayern, Man United, and Copenhagen. Man United played uh, Copenhagen today. It's barely squeaked by. They still look trash. United fans, stand up if, if, uh, if you don't agree. But, man, like Copenhagen almost stole that one. Uh, or at least stole some point, uh, stole a point from that one. Um, yeah, United just look just for the players they have. They just don't look uh, fully formed. You know, McTominay had to save them this weekend. McTominay, boy, McTominay is looking like the world number ten. He's got Scotland firing it on all cylinders, and he's uh, and he's doing his thing, putting in his shift for Man United. So I mean. McTominay, shoot, a lot of people talk a lot of shit about you, but you you are making moves um Galatasaray still look good folks are telling me how garbage Galatasaray are but like they had Bayern on the ropes low-key it's just Bayern really showed their quality probably like 20 minutes left in the game it is what Bayern is like they're 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 just a good squad but uh man between Icardi and Dre's Mertens coming off the bench but he's probably going to be starting soon bro Lucas Torreya Arsenal again art tell Nobody can tell me anything. Lucas Torreya, this is a hot take for all of you. Lucas Torreya looks way better than Declan Rice does. Lucas Torreya for Galatasaray, former Arsenal player, looks way better than Declan Rice does, even with that old fluky goal he scored this weekend. Uh, hot take. Let me know in the comments. Let me know if y'all, uh, if y'all agree or don't, don't agree. But that's, that just is what it is. Um, yeah, so that was that. I think, I think Zaha... Uh, fits right in um, between him and Icardi. They just had a, an, an attack. They like press really well. Bayern really looked like it was going to be tough for them until like the class started to show. And I said on live this weekend, it was kind of crazy. I was, I was looking for players that you would legitimately pay a hundred million dollars for, you know, obviously this world is very inflated. Um, it's, it's just a different world we live in, but um I just don't understand why some players are really costing $100 million. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, all that notwithstanding, it doesn't matter because I said that Musiala, I would probably pay max 90 for him, something like that. I'd definitely pay $100 million for Musiala. So forgive me. That was wild. Musiala is class. Leroy Sané, class. He's really benefiting from uh, 
the boy, uh, the boy Harry Kane doing his thing, and and then it's just Harry Kane himself. Like Harry Kane, I keep saying Lewandowski is the best striker in the world, and I and I think I'm gonna stick by it for right now. But like, if I'm really to think about this, I I watch a lot of Harry Kane when he was in the Prem. I don't watch Bayern at all. You know, people talk about France being a farmers league. I can't stand to watch any game in German league that Bayern's not in and let alone games that Bayern are playing in. They're just, they just are not fun to watch. I will watch, I will watch a 12th and 13th place French league game or even La Liga before I watch that. Uh, We can get back to that, but Harry Kane looks like he, you know, now that he's on a proper, proper team, he looks like absolutely the best striker. It's, it's like uncanny. If he's in front of goal, something's bound to happen. He did some kind of, flick where he flicked it behind his back bounced off the goalkeeper and he just touched it in it was like it was bound to go in regardless because it was coming to Harry Kane in the box like that's the kind of that's the kind of work rate he's putting in even when he wasn't scoring and it didn't look like he had much of an effect on the game the man was still like you know doing the link up play holding the ball up again like Galatasaray had them a little bit on the ropes like pressuring them winning back possession really quickly but yeah Bayern's just got too much class man it'll be really interesting to see how they they roll through this Champions League season in uh, those purple and black jerseys they got on. So yeah, Harry Kane, check him out. He's on uh, he's on watch. It's tough because again, Bundesliga is tough to watch, but he's he's on notice for sure. Uh, what's up, my people on IG? Um, yeah, Arsenal Sevilla, Arsenal again. Um, Arsenal, they, you know, bro, it's just such an interesting team to watch. It's like they're really playing great. The thing about Arsenal is like they seem like they're playing at the peak of their powers. Like they're at the peak of their powers and they're like, you know, tying 10th place Chelsea in the league and, uh, you know, you know, barely squeaking by in the Champions League. Actually, that was, you know, it was Sevilla's a tough team. I knew Sevilla would be a tough team. I have them getting out of the league, uh, out of the, the group first before Arsenal, but I definitely have them and Arsenal coming out. Um, Arsenal, you know, really handed it to them. Boy, Gabby Jesus is such a up and down type of player. It's like really tough to decide whether he's just a full on world beater or not. You know, he's definitely a starter on Arsenal. The the way that man holds up the ball at five foot three or whatever <laughs> whatever height he is. The man goes crazy. Uh, it's good to see him do that stuff. But, um, yeah, other t- other times he just kind of disappears. And I'm over here thinking, like, man, maybe Eddie and Ketia should get more of a run. But, man, he did his thing. Uh, you know, Arsenal did their thing. Martinelli got his goal, whatever, whatever. Uh, Martin Odegaard, he's, he's starting to, like, dissipate a little bit. Like, Martin Odegaard was by far the best player on Arsenal for me at the beginning of the year. He was the man who was making everything happen. He's still definitely the link-up man, but some of that magic stuff, that magic touch and those little quick shots for goal in the box, that's not really uh, not really happening this, uh, this time around. But uh, we'll see. We'll keep an eye on him. But, yeah, good games. Yeah, definitely. Uh, not, I mean, I'm already on spoiler, spoiler alert, but if you haven't watched today, definitely watch that uh, Galatasaray and Bayern game and then go ahead and throw on Arsenal Sevilla. Those are the best games of the day. I saw Inter this morning as well play Salzburg. They kind of rolled through them pretty easily. Uh, Salzburg tried to make it a little uh, interesting for the first half, but Inter's too much class. Um, and I will watch the rest of the games uh, when I can. We, uh, we had uh, also Mariano Diaz going 
crazy doing all kinds of flips and chilenas and bicycle kicks on Arsenal. He looks a completely different player than he did coming off the bench in Madrid. But uh, again, that Arsenal-Sevilla game is worth a watch. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. Um, yeah. Uh, another worth note, Harry, Harry Maguire, bro. <laughs> Yo, all you Harry Maguire haters out there, including myself, the boy is the best striker United can see right now. I like Hoyland. Hoyland. I can't pronounce his name. Somebody help me out with pronouncing at some point. But I like him. Uh, I got to see more of him. He just looks like a uh, Weghorst 2.0 at times. But I know he's uh, got some talent. So interested when United, if United get it together, to see what he does. But it, it really seems like uh, Ten Hag's got a lot, of, lot to do to, to get this team firing a little bit more again. So UCL back, and it is uh, back in force. Because it was um, it was a lot of games today. It was a lot a lot of fun. A uh, lot a lot of stuff to watch. We got some good stuff to look forward to tomorrow. We got Newcastle Dortmund. That's always a good game. That's that Group F, Group of Death. Uh, PSG Milan, which I mentioned earlier. Uh, Atletico Madrid is playing Celtic. Lazio's playing Feyenoord. It's pretty good, pretty good stuff. Young Boys Man City should be pretty uh, pretty uh, you know uh, comprehensive for Man City. Uh, Lipzig and uh, FK Kravinza, Zvinza is tough for me. Don't watch that team. Um, but, you know, Lipzig's a fun watch, especially that boy Xavi Simmons. He's he's doing his thing. Um, yeah, those are really the, the best games of tomorrow in the Champions League. It's really going to be uh, Group F, the Newcastle, Dortmund, and PSG Milan. Barcelona play Shakhtar. That's always, you know, interesting. Barcelona's still doing pretty well, uh, which brings me to... What we should see in El Clasico. Madrid also played today. I, 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 I skipped over their game to, uh, to watch the, um, to watch the uh, Arsenal game instead. So there was just a lot to watch today. But uh, El Clasico coming up this weekend, this Saturday. Um, it's it, like both teams are kind of on, on some new wave stuff. So I'm not a big fan of watching El Clasico. I got to be honest. You know, it typically becomes... You know, it's a very highly contested, but it's also like highly, uh, you know, highly hyped, overhyped, I should say. And um, and it usually never, never really amounts to uh, what it should be. But, you know, these are both completely new squads. You know, you got Zhao Felix and uh, and Jude Bellingham, you know, playing at the playing at the peak of their powers right now. Vinny is back and healthy. Uh, Rodrigo scored at the weekend. He's doing his thing. Um, it should it should be some fun. So what I'm gonna do is, uh, I'm I'm getting some love on these reaction videos, and I and I and I love when y'all tap in with me live uh, on on TikTok for those videos. So come tap in with me. Um, I'm gonna be watching El Clasico early in the morning. I'm actually gonna be in Vegas, so I'm gonna be driving back from Vegas, watching it in my car. So come tap come tap in with me, y'all. Like it it should be some fun. Um, tapping in with my people in uh, TikTok. What's good? Um. What's good? Pochettino Jimenez. What's happening, bruh? Um, yeah, so El Clasico we got this weekend. What else we got? I'm, I'm going to be watching Chelsea Brentford. Any of my Chelsea fans tapping in, come come, come tap in with me. That'll be fun. Uh, I probably won't, won't stream that live. I don't feel like being angry uh, on camera if it comes to that. But I don't think it will come to that. I think Mudrick will come, come ready to play. He's starting to really enjoy a starting spot. Uh... Yeah, we're going to see how that goes. 
I uh, I also gotta gotta do probably two lives this weekend. I'll probably also go live on Sunday for Man City. Those are fun. Come watch with me. Come watch. Hop on TikTok and uh, and tap in with me. What's up, my TikTok people? Miguel, what's up, bro? Ko, kill all the ops. Whoa, kill all the ops. Just join TikTok. What's up, bro? I'm just saying, what's up? Um, yeah, come tap in with me. I'm gonna be yeah. Again, I'm going live for El Clasico. I'm going live for the Man City, Manchester Derby. That'll all be fun. Um, what else we got going on? It's such a great day in the world of sports. I'm just going to like plug. I don't watch baseball at all, but, you know, World Series is here. Rangers made the, made the World Series. I feel like it's the first time in a long time. That's all I'm going to say about that. But, you know, for all you baseball fans, I know you're having fun. Yo, basketball fans, it's opening night. That's why I got my Laker jersey on today. Uh, big, you know, obviously I'm all about ball. Eat, pray, ball. It's about connecting with the world at large through the love of footy. So I love I love all my people. What's up, bro? How you doing? Um, man, You, j- I was just talking about Barcelona. Barcelona, look interesting. This uh, Classico is going to be a, a, a good, good benchmark for where they're at. But I think Barcelona actually, pound for pound right now, should be a little above Madrid. Madrid are still just kind of squeaking out games because they just have, you know, that will and and that fire under them. And Jude Bellingham is playing out of his mind. But you know, with uh, with Barcelona right now, bro, and Lowy and Joao and all those boys, they're killing right now. So, yeah, uh, tap in with me. Tap in with me this weekend, bro. Like we're gonna go watch this uh, watch El Clasico live. It's early in the morning for you folks on the West Coast. It starts at 7.15, I think. So we're going we gonna to be there. We're going to be there. But yeah, Barcelona Barcelona looked good. They All the additions they had, Cancelo, I talked about this before. Um, uh, Joao, who else? They, they, they just look really solid. You know, even when Rafinha comes on, um, they, they, they're just dangerous every time. And obviously Lewandowski's dangerous. Um, but yeah, that's, that's going to be a good game. Um, Man City, Man United, I think that's going to be nasty. I know uh, United is, are going to bring their best and brightest, but I don't know what their best and brightest is. They just, I, I, I haven't seen United play a comprehensive game in like four games. Like they just don't look in sync. And I mean, mark my words, this might be ugly. You might actually, here, let's talk about Holland for a second. Like Holland has been the quietest you know, Holland was catching all the news last year, scored the most goals, you know, broke breaking records, did his thing. Um, and it kind of has been a little more quiet this year, which, you know, might suit him. You know, he's just grinding. But I had no idea this man's got eight goals in eight games. I think nine goals now in eight games. Like he's still doing his thing. It's just, you know, for me and I love big strikers. I love big target men, but I also like guys who kind of are involved a little bit more in the play than Holland. They, you know, they Pep's got that team real real oiled up to uh do their same, you know, high press, ball recovery, high possession, and then, you know, Holland might have legitimately, you know, 10 to 15 touches a game and as long as 5 or 3 of those are on on goal, he's getting a goal. So he's he's doing his thing. Um I fully expect it to be real nasty against United. I think Holland could even go crazy. Julian Alvarez has found some room in the absence of Kevin De Bruyne, which has really helped him. He's playing that kind of, you know, number 10 or, you know, 
just deeper uh, second striker role, and and he's doing his thing. Phil Foden looks good, just as a um, just as a link, right? Like especially when when you're not uh, when City are under pressure and the ball gets out to him, Phil Foden really doesn't seem to lose the ball. He holds it up well, uh, and then kind of starts the play. And then, bro, the boy Jeremy Doku dog. City is a fun team, dude. City is a fun team. I hate them. They're annoying. Um, but it's, honestly, if Jeremy Doku didn't come to the team, I'd be talking a lot more shit about them. But the way Jeremy plays, boy, the way he, the, <laughs> what he was giving James Milner this weekend, bruh, James and the, I'm, honestly, the whole back line, it was, it was, it was nasty. It was nasty. He does not play. He goes at your neck and he is just so shifty. He does that little dangle, dangle, the little dribble fast, hezzy dribble. Yeah, it, it's nasty. Um, Really excited to see him play. He reminds me of, uh, man, I can't even, I mean, he's he's a combo between like a, you know, the speed of like an, an Adama t- uh, Traore plus like the shiftiness of a like Wilfred Zaha or something. It's just, it's nasty. And and the strength too, the man, and, and, and he's on City where literally like he sits out there, camps out there on that wing and they just give him the ball to feet and they just say, go make something happen. Um, really good to see Jack Grealish really got some comp. It's, it's going to be tough to get Jackie on the, uh, on the field. He got on the field last weekend, but yeah, it's a, it's a different story when Doku's in the game. So yeah, I fully expect United to get run over this weekend and that'll be just a fun sight for all you United fans. Um, yeah, good, good stuff to see. Uh, what else we got here before we get up out of here? Um, we got the Ballon d'Or. Um, coming up Monday, October 30th at the end, uh, at the the top of next week. So, uh, fully expect, I think we already saw reports that Messi has already like preliminarily won it, which I don't even know what really that means. Um, I meant to look it up for you guys, but like, it's like almost like the votes came out and and it seems like Messi's going to win the Ballon d'Or, which, uh, you know, makes sense. I think he should win the Ballon d'Or. You've, you've heard my arguments here many times before the man willed, not only the his team, but his country and every Argentinian and and Barcelona supporter in the world all all willed him to to lift the World Cup trophy. I don't think Argentina was anywhere near uh, the type of team to that should have won that game or won that tournament uh, for that matter, especially after getting smacked up by uh, Saudi Arabia in their first game. So just to see that happen, the script writers did their thing. It was beautiful. I fully expect and uh, think that Messi deserves that Ballon d'Or. Um, but going back to Holland, like it, it's interesting um, uh, what what he's going to bring, what type of player he is, and, and if he really uh, deserves it. And honestly, now Holland's going to have to compete with like Harry Kane, uh, the likes of Harry Kane, the likes of Lewandowski, the likes of Jude Bellingham. I mean, there's a lot of players that are now balling. So. Um, I really don't care about the Ballon d'Or at all. It's 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 kind of a fake award given by French uh, press uh, members. It doesn't really mean anything. And and I'll say it again, again. You know, no disrespect to Luka Modric, but the year he won that, uh, that was Cristiano's year. I'm a Cristiano stan, yeah, sure, but man, like it just even before that, the Ballon d'Or was kind of diminishing in my opinion. I don't know about y'all, but. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see Messi lift it. We'll see all the, the social media memes and it'll be what it, it'll be. But honestly, like FIFA, FIFA's best has a chance to just take everything now. Cause I just, 
like saying they, they say that, they, you know, there's coaches and players who vote on these things as well, which I think is really important. Um, I think they need to include the fans. I don't think they include a fan vote, but that would be dope. Um, that that seems more important when they when they announce that FIFA World 11. It's typically really accurate. It's fun to do. So Ballon d'Or, Ballon d'Or. We'll give Messi his eighth, seventh or eighth golden ball. Do his do his thing. Um, but, you know, that just is what it is. Um in, in in the grand scheme of things, but man, what what a time. What a time to be alive. We got Lakers kicking off in about, oh man, we kicking off now. So I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna go watch the Lake Show. Opening night in LA. Excited about that. Tap in with me. I got a podcast dropping in a couple of days. I, I, I played some FIFA and kicked it with my boy Chris. He gives a nice uh it's a really interesting podcast, man. Go please, if you haven't already. Go tap in on my YouTube, youtube.com slash at Eat, Pray, Ball. Uh, and let me know what you think. I got another vlog coming out this week. Uh, it's my transition from Newcastle to going to see how Anfield was at Liverpool. That's a fun one. Stay tuned for that. A lot of stuff happening, man. Eat, Pray, Ball. I'm just pushing out content. I'm just pushing out love uh, through the form of footy. Uh, all that all that jazz. So uh, uh, stick, stick with me, y'all. I will holler at y'all soon. We'll get it going. All that jazz. But uh, yeah, for all those, you know, we, we hit something like 1,500 on TikTok. So we're growing a little community on TikTok. I appreciate y'all. I, I really need some claps up for that. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, yeah. Give me some claps for that. So we're growing on TikTok. Yo, the, uh, the, 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 the video on uh, uh, YouTube, my vlog on YouTube, it went dummy. Thank you so much to all of you Newcastle supporters who... Uh, showed love, uh, you know, showed love to the video who uh, told me I'm welcome back anytime. That's uh, that's big love. That's kind of what I'm trying to push around here. Uh, just that love through through the through the world of footy, you know. So more to come. Check it out. Watch out. Stay tuned again this week. I'm dropping a podcast and I'm dropping a vlog. It's all going on my uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash at ball. Stick with me and uh, I will holler at y'all next week. Peace.